Welcome to the Woman Warriors Podcast, where we're working to help you call a truce with your anxiety. The information in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. Now, here's your host, Elizabeth Cush, LCPC. This week's episode is sponsored by Progression Counseling, providing Maryland residents with individual, group, and online counseling for the overstressed, overwhelmed, and overanxious. Find out more at progressioncounseling.com. Hi, and welcome back to the Woman Warriors podcast. This week, we are going to talk about gratitude and self-compassion. With Thanksgiving on the horizon and Christmas or Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Boxing Day, whatever holiday you might be celebrating coming up, um, holidays can be stressful. And even if you love the holidays, even if this time of year is your absolute favorite, holidays still add stress. And when we're stressed, that can lead to more anxious feelings, disrupted sleep, difficulty focusing. So instead, we will try to offer, I'm going to try to offer some suggestions on how to stay grounded, but also how to Focus on the positives, focus on what you enjoy, and when you're struggling, being compassionate with yourself. So what makes holidays so hard? What are the things that we struggle with over the holidays? Well, maybe maybe you have to travel long distances and that adds to your stress. Or maybe you don't like the holidays. Maybe for you, the holidays were never a good time if your family of origin was um, difficult or dysfunctional or there was a lot of um, stress within family. Maybe holidays weren't fun. Or if you lost a loved one, you know, this year or recently or any time and the holidays bring back those memories of sorrow and sadness and grieving, anger, sometimes frustration, Or if you're alone and for whatever reason, work or expenses or whatever the reason, you can't be with the people that you love and care about, that can be really hard. Or relationship stress. Maybe things aren't going so well within your relationship or with relationships with parents and that can just add to the holiday stress as well. And and it can just be busyness, extra things to do other places to be that you wouldn't normally have to be holiday gatherings that you know you're expected to attend two things that have been shown to help when we're struggling maybe feeling depressed or sad or frustrated or anxious are one a gratitude practice and two a self-compassion practice so what how does gratitude help Well, studies have shown 
that gratitude can increase happiness, increase a sense of well-being, increase the amount of hours that you sleep, it increases optimism, and can also increase feelings of connectedness with others. So how do you start? How do you get moving toward a gratitude practice? Because as humans, we tend to habituate to things that, that make us feel good, that they don't seem novel anymore once they're repeated again and again. Like, you know, if you lived in a place where there was a beautiful sunset every day, probably when you moved there the first few days, you would sit and watch it in awe. But as it became more commonplace, this is something that happens almost every day, the novelty wears off. And this is just our normal human experience. So it's why we take our partners for granted, because yes, when we first met them, we were madly in love, but now we see them every day. So maybe I don't have to feel so inspired or awed by them every single day. It's just a human condition. We habituate, we get used to, we stop paying attention to the things that maybe brought us feelings of gratitude and awe and appreciation. So the practice just involves really tuning into the things that we're grateful for. And it can be very small, it can be big. So Starting a gratitude journal can help. So daily, give yourself time to write down some of the things you're grateful for in your life. That might just be the sun shining through the window and warming your face. Or when your dog or cat comes and sits next to you and snuggles up and it feels warm and comforting. Maybe it's a breeze blowing on your face or maybe... It's your partner. Maybe you're grateful for your children. Maybe you're grateful for that beautiful sunrise. But by tuning into these things that do make us feel good, that do bring a sense of awe, and journaling about them can increase your happiness, can help you begin to feel less stressed and more connected to others. Not only journaling, but two, then when you find that you are noticing you're feeling grateful for something, share that with someone else. So if you were taking a walk with your partner and you're both lost in thought and you notice a beautiful flower or a squirrel running across the road that just manages to escape a car Noting it for yourself that you're grateful that that squirrel made it to safety and amazed in awe at how quickly they were able to get out of the way. But share that with your partner and say, wow, that was amazing. That squirrel just made it to safety just in time. Isn't that an amazing thing? Another gratitude practice is noting things that you're grateful for in the present. So like that, taking a walk, things you're noticing in your world, day-to-day, present moment, but also things you were grateful for in the past, experiences you've had, people you've met, things you've done, 
places you've been, really taking notice of those past experiences and being thoughtful about them and saying, I'm so grateful for this. You can journal about this too. Things that you're grateful for in the present, grateful for in the past, and potential future things that you might want to savor, things that you know that are coming up that you're excited about. Maybe your children are coming to visit, or maybe there's a grandchild on the way or a child on the way. So future events that you want to just savor and appreciate and feel gratitude for, stopping and taking notice, paying attention, but also writing it down or talking to a friend about things that you really truly savor about present, past, and future. And no matter how grateful we are, no matter how much we are appreciating or savoring or are in awe of what's happening in our world or what might have happened or what's about to happen, sometimes things are hard. Sometimes we struggle. You know, having a gratitude practice doesn't take away the struggle. Can it make you feel more positive and optimistic? Absolutely. But we do still struggle. We're humans. And struggling is part of the human experience. Holidays can be really hard. As I've said, there's a lot of reasons why a holiday might be difficult for you. And whatever the reason, know that you're not alone and that we're in this together. That we all struggle. It is part of the human condition to struggle. There are some steps you can take to bring more compassion and self-compassion to those struggles that can help in the moment when you're really stressed out. So if you can, just notice your feelings. And maybe it's a physical feeling. Maybe you're not even sure what the actual feeling, sad, depressed, anxious, mad, angry. You may not be able to pinpoint a word that describes the feeling. And if you can, that's great. But two, let's go deeper. Let's really explore what that feeling, how it, how it presents itself in your body. Do you notice physical symptoms? Sometimes it could be a stomach upset or a tightness in your chest or throat, clenching your teeth, tension in your shoulders, tingling in your hands or your feet, or even lightheadedness. Sometimes if it's really intense, it could be chest pain. So exploring what those physical feelings are and then trying to describe what does it look like? If you could assign a color to it, what color would that feeling be? What shape would it be? What does it look like? What would you name it? And as you go deeper and become more curious You could even ask it, what is it you want to tell me? What is it that you would like me to hear? And just allowing that feeling to be there in whatever shape and form and physical feeling, just allow it to be there. And know that you're not alone. Struggling is the human experience. We all struggle from time to time. 
So reminding yourself, I am not alone. I am struggling right now and it's really hard, but we all struggle. And then imagine what you would say to a good friend who is having a hard time. Would you offer them words of comfort and support? Would you offer to be there just to listen? And whatever you would say to that good friend who is struggling, what would it be like if you offered those same words of comfort and support to yourself? Sometimes it can be helpful to place a hand on your heart and say to yourself, I know that I'm struggling right now and struggling is really hard, but we all struggle from time to time and I'm here for myself right now in this moment of difficulty. I see you and I love you. We're really not taught how to be self-compassionate, or a lot of us aren't. I know I wasn't. And my critical voice can show up in the most inopportune times and really make me feel terrible. So when that critical voice shows up, try offering yourself words of comfort that you might offer to someone else But if that feels too hard, if that feels so insincere that it only makes you more uncomfortable, imagine what a good friend might say to you in those moments and offer those words to yourself. Picture their face, picture them being there with you and offering you words of support and compassion and comfort. If there isn't a person in your life that you can imagine being supportive and kind, you can imagine a pet, a dog, a cat, a bird, whatever kind of pet you might have, even a fish. If that's what feels most real and true to you, that they would be the ones offering you those words of support and comfort, allow them to be your compassionate part. And know that it takes practice. Self-compassion sometimes doesn't come easily. A lot of times doesn't come easily. And it takes practice. And it can come in the form of self-care. Some moments I encourage clients to to use for self-care are when you're in the bathroom. So if you have a moment where you're in the bathroom, typically we're there by ourselves, Just check in with yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror. Take a deep breath and ask yourself, what do I need right now? It might just be that you need to go to the bathroom and that's enough. It might be that you're thirsty or hungry or it might be that you need a hug. Whatever it is, acknowledge the need and if you can, try to fill that need. And if you can't, be compassionate about the fact that that need can't be filled right now. 
Another way to take care of yourself and be compassionate is take moments to pause wherever you are in your day. Just take a minute. Take a minute, take a deep breath, reflect on what's happening for you right there, right now. And pace yourself. If you have a lot to do this holiday season, give yourself breaks. Go pop into a coffee shop and get your favorite coffee. Or if you love, you know, getting your nails done and you have time and the money to do that, allow yourself to have that time. And most importantly, get a good night's sleep. Really, really, really important to take care of yourself through good sleep habits. Well, I hope that these tips are helpful to you going forward with the holiday season. I know it's not easy to take care of ourselves when the holidays are all about taking care of other people, but I hope that you can take some time to find some gratitude and take some time to offer yourself some compassion. Have a wonderful holiday season. I will be taking a break for the month of December, but I will be back in January with a new episode. So I hope you all have a wonderful holiday, whatever it is you celebrate. If it's really hard, I hope you can find some compassion for yourself in those moments when you're struggling. I just want to say that I am so grateful for all of you listeners, subscribers, supporters of the podcast. I truly treasure the faith that you put in me to bring forth these episodes. And again, I'm just grateful, grateful for you as an audience. As always, if you have comments or suggestions of topics you would like covered on the podcast, go to my website, womanwarriors.com. There's a contact me button there. Shoot me an email. You can also find me at progressioncounseling.com or Google Elizabeth Cush LCPC and my social media and website will pop up there. I look forward to reconnecting in January. I hope you all have a wonderful end of the year and I'll see you in 2019. Ciao for now from This Woman Warrior. Thanks for listening and subscribing to the Woman Warriors podcast. Music was written and performed by Andy Cush. If you'd like more information on this episode, you can find the show notes, the resources shared today, and links to the guests' profiles at womanwarriors.com. 